0: So liturgically speaking, if you paid attention to the words of the beginning of the gospel, it said eight days later after the birth of Jesus, and we're about that time. And so officially, there is a there is a feast day that's not really talked about in our calendar, and it's the Feast of the Circumcision of the Lord. So that's eight days later. That's the gospel that you just heard from right now. That's the liturgical time that we're in. And it's this gospel that we end and start the year off on. Okay, And it's a really beautiful gospel because... It's simple in its nature. Uh, The Holy Family was doing what the Lord calls them to do. It says, as was written in the law of the Lord, as was prescribed in the law. They took the child, they went to the temple, they presented him, and they did their due diligence. And in doing their due diligence, we were introduced to two very interesting people of the Gospels that are only mentioned in Luke's Gospel, in this very scene. And they are two older people. Simeon, we call him in Chaldean, Shimon Sawa, which means Simon the Old. (laughs) The old guy. The grandpa. (laughs) Shimon Sawa. And Hannah. Hannah means Anna. Like Adishta Hannah, say Anne. Hannah and Weetha, which means Hannah the Prophetess. So... Women have roles in even the Old Testament in the terms of the liturgical uh, forum. But nevertheless, these two people, it said, were always praying in the temple night and day. And so let's think about this for a moment. I remember when I used to try to like, get more involved with my faith and I just got re-kick-started and I wanted to pray more and, and attend me. I didn't know any surith at the time. I didn't know how to speak in, in Chaldean. But I would always go to church. About 20 years ago, I wasn't in the seminary yet. I would go to St. Thomas, 10 a.m. mass, daily mass. And until today, what do you see at 10 a.m. mass? Uh, it's a vast majority of people who attend are the continual older people, of whom when you walk by them, the world would not give them a second glance. They're just kind of like there. God bless them. You know, you don't know them, you don't talk to them much, you don't interact with them much, they're just doing their thing and you're doing your thing. That's what I like to think of as Shim Sawa, Simeon, and Anna. I like to think of them as those people who you wouldn't give a second glance to, but really, truly, they were so beloved by God and their simple faithfulness and their simple worship of God, just doing their due diligence that's it, in a very simple way. They were so beloved and pleasing to God and their simplicity that they were both able to hold the child Jesus and see the redemption of Israel in their very hands. And this is like what Simeon said, Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. In other words, now I can die. Now I can go in peace because your word has been fulfilled. My eyes have seen the salvation which you prepared. I've held him with my own hands. And it goes to show how I want you to think about how you're ending and starting off this new year. The Lord takes great, great, great pleasure in hidden, simple faithfulness and being unnoticed yet faithful. I think the Lord takes the greatest pleasure in that, actually. There's how many times you see it in the Beatitudes, right? Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Or you see in how often Jesus repeats himself in parables. The one who humbles themselves will be exalted, raised up. How often do you see it in simple people like Zechariah and Elizabeth and the Blessed Virgin Mother herself, who you wouldn't look twice at in the world's eyes. She was a simple woman, the lowest of that society, the lowest of significance, societally speaking. This is all going to show one thing. Next week, in the gospel, we're going to fast forward to the epiphany. We're going to go up 30 years from now. What happened between them? You know, one scene 12 year old Jesus got lost in the temple. He was schooling the Pharisees, right? Schooling the, the, the lawyers, right? This is very intentional. This kind of intentional omission. It says, Jesus has grown in wisdom and stature and fear of the Lord. Out of 33 years of his life, we focused on maybe the first eight days, one day as a 12-year-old, and the rest of those three years later. Statistically speaking, three years out of 30 years were focused on, and Jesus was doing public ministry. But 30 years were hidden. 30 years, people wouldn't even guess Jesus was divine. They were like, isn't this Joseph's son, the carpenter's son? Isn't he the son of Mary and Joseph? Who is this guy? He, he was being simply faithful to the Lord. A humble, good son, obedient, participating, doing his due diligence, doing his part. This next year, you're doing your part right now. You're, you're setting this tone of the new year and giving everything to God. What I want you to remember this year is simple faithfulness and basic acts of committing yourself to going to to weekly Mass or if the Lord's calling you to do more than that, the simple, humble faithfulness that nobody sees, that nobody will even say good job to you for. I want you to take pleasure in the one thing that He sees you and that He takes great pleasure. This is the only thing, the only thing you can only see it with the eyes of faith. You're not going to get any good jobs from anybody. But this is what greatly pleases the Lord. This is what allows people to hold Jesus in their hands, to hold salvation in their hands. And so I want us, especially in our community, we battle with this desire to be seen and to be recognized. We battle with this. I want us to go in the opposite and say, Lord, I'm here. I'm not even worthy to be here, but by your grace you make me worthy, and I'm so privileged to be amongst your holy place, to participate in something even Simeon couldn't do. You get to consume the Lord. Holy guac, it's beautiful. You get to do more than Simeon today. You get to do more than Anna today. The last thing I want to say to you, it's something I don't do often, but I'm going to divert Shwaya from the gospel just in the time of the year that we're in right now. Wherever you're at right now, however you came to church, however sins you have in your soul right now, whatever fights you might have gotten into, whatever issues you have between you and yourself, you and others, or you and God, the best way to start this year is to leave all of that behind during this Mass, during this turn of 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 the year, and just to focus on one thing. Yeah, there's no question that we're all sinners, But the most important thing is that we have a Savior who is so beautiful. And that's what I want you to focus on. Put all your trust in Him. Let go of everything this year. Like Anna and Simeon. To put everything out in the temple of the Lord. Put everything up and present it like Jesus was presented on the altar. And just focus on having utter, true vulnerability and confidence in God's God's love for you. And His care for you. That's how you're going to start this new year. To say, Jesus, everything in your hands, I'm in the best hands possible. I don't know what this new year has in store. People I know will go through hardships. I might go through hardships. People will have blessings. I don't know. But we are in the best hands conceivable. The best hands possible. So let's start off this year. Jesus is being presented in the gospel. We'll also present something along with him. That is all of our hearts, all of our trust. Amen.